host, Miss Marion, and you're listening to Let Me Tell You Something. Today, I want to continue our discussion on Dr. King, but before I get started, I have to warn you that there's a section of this episode that's a little edgy and some may be offended. My intent is not to offend, but to encourage honest discourse. Okay, now with that said, I want to take you back to a 2006 episode of The Boondocks. For those who aren't familiar with The Boondocks, it was a very popular and gritty black animated show. It was created by Aaron Magruder and aired on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. It was a very controversial show because of its characters and biting political and cultural satire. One of the show's most contentious episodes was called Return of a King. In this episode, Dr. King didn't die from an assassin's bullet. Instead, he fell into a coma for 30 years and wakes up in the year 2000, just in time for the presidential election, which he's unable to vote in due to voting irregularities. Anyway, everyone is excited about Dr. King being alive, and of course, popular directors want to make biofilms about him. Dr. King writes a book, and numerous political shows want him as a guest. But this would prove to be Dr. King's undoing. He appears on Politically Incorrect and is asked about the terrorist attacks of 9-11 and how the country should have handled it. His Christian nonviolent response is denounced by everyone, and King is called unpatriotic, a terrorist sympathizer, a man who hates America. Dr. King's book is banned and his house is firebombed. He later attends a youth event where he hopes to reestablish a relationship with the youth, but the event turns out to be a booty-shaking hip-hop turn-up. At this point, Dr. King is over it. He steps to the mic and shouts, Is this it? This? This is what I got all those ass whippings for? I had a dream once. It was a dream that little black girls and little black boys would drink from the river of prosperity, freed from the thirst of oppression. But lo and behold, some four decades later, what have I found? But a bunch of shiftless, trifling, good-for-nothing niggas. And I know some of you all don't want to hear me say that word. It's the ugliest word in the English language. But that's what I see now, niggas. And you don't want to be a nigger, because niggas are living contradictions. Niggas are full of unfulfilled ambition. Niggas wax and wane. Niggas love to complain. Niggas love to hear themselves talk, but hate to explain. Niggas love to be another man's judge and jury. Niggas procrastinate until it's time to worry. Niggas love to be late. Niggas hate to hurry. I've seen what's around the corner. I've seen what's over the horizon. And I promise you, You niggas won't be there to celebrate. And no, I won't be there with you. I'm going to Canada. And he drops the mic. The youth stand there in shock with their mouths hung open. But it awakens a 1960 activism with the resurgence of wokeness. All right, now it cuts to the ending scene where there's a huge group of black protesters standing outside the White House. The revolution finally came, says the narrator, who is the 10-year-old Huey of the show. The scene fades to a daily newspaper with the headline reading, November 8th, 2020, Oprah elected president. It's fun to dream, Huey concludes. Now remember, this episode was 12 years ago, y'all, from the fantasy of an alternative reality for black folks. How prophetic will this actually be? All right, 
This ends my show for today. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you and take care.